Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. In the studio with us now, Camilla Hall, who is the Business Development Director of Indochine Group and also a special advisor to the IUCN, the International Union for Conservation of Nature. Camilla, good morning. Great to have you on Money FM today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. Camilla, you know, your work with Indochine Group over the past 20 years, of course, you've had many restaurants around town. You've been through SARS. You've been through the Asian tsunami. Now, of course, uh, coronavirus uh, 19. Uh, How do businesses survive during such troubled times uh, such as these? What what has been the, the secret to being able to weather these storms? I think that's a very good question. And I think that's what you should also personally ask yourself it's to how to stay relevant you have to constantly reinvent yourself mm. and see what is the trends what people really want and i think it all comes back to which has been our fundamental from the beginning nutraceutical very healthy food yet of course having fun yet meaningful events and and uh, doing what people like to do most to hang out and meet do business dance and have a good time but but serve food that is do something good for your body uh, as, so you can cope with a hangover or just <laughs> <laughs> just we have a famous papaya salad for that. But uh, yeah, so it's it's is to stay relevant and be place that people will find peers and interesting people, other people to meet. So yeah. this is what mm. I mean, Indochine has always had a, a good and strong reputation for giving the customer what it wants. And you mentioned there's some long term ideas and things that uh, F&B industries and companies have to do. But what about maybe in the short term? Because even the prime minister said yesterday that everybody's going to take a little bit of a hit in the short term. Is there anything that restaurants, businesses listening now, any tips from your experience at Indochine, things they can do in the immediate short term? I think you should look at like takeaway. People will order takeaway and organic food and healthy food. And of course, spend this time to invest, to educate your uh, employees better so you can serve better and become state-of-the-art service. And yeah, just, uh, and also affordable mm. and, and do food and drinks that people really need, not not like hoo-ha, like uh, <laughs> some of the drinks. No, but the, the, trust yeah, me, you've been yeah. through diamond vodka and all these weird things. <laughs> now people are looking for things that are, you know, really doing things for you, for your body, such as, you know, it can be beetroots, can, you can do new drinks by, you know, really to understand how, what type of nutrition the body needs. And, mm. of course, you know, teach your employees to handle all these, you know, virus situation. But this is this is well-known fact. Otherwise, we cannot have a triple mm. A anyway. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we just have to stay stay alert and yeah. re-educate ourselves. You know, we first met uh, 15 years ago at <laughs> Club Club Street uh, back in the day. That yeah. was uh, that was really the hot the hot ticket. Uh, still is a very very popular place. It has still been around all these years, and and that location uh, in Club Street. There mm. there are a lot of restaurants now. Of course, you know, ongoing churn of restaurants there. Um, when I was there recently, I, I noticed uh, that it was quiet. Mm. It was very quiet, mm. but there were still some places that were still getting business, and I noticed that Indochine was one of them. You know, maybe not as much as you'd like, as much business as you'd like. But what's what does that look like now for your for your restaurants that are still here in Singapore? No, we we will reinvent ourselves because the, when we started ninety nine, 
Michael Ma, he was a pioneer. Yeah. He identified Club Street as the right. destination to be. Of course, now, 20 years later, we have Marina Bay Sands. We have thousands of fantastic restaurants, bars, and hotels. So the F&B scenes is completely different. Yeah. So, of course, competition is fierce. Mm. We see also a trend in Club Street, like you have a lot of health you know, everybody's mm. into gym. So the way of drinking vodka and Red Bull and sorry. <laughs> Other brands are available. <laughs> yes. Energy drinks. <laughs> uh, uh, such as water. <laughs> so we see a trend that people don't drink as much. People don't spend with a corporate credit card mm, as much. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's a complete shift in the way people are spending because they're not using other people's money, which, which <laughs> when you, and then I think we all grow wise and older, not all of us, but uh, some of us. <laughs> and it's, you know, wealth, I mean, health is your wealth. Yeah. So so it's, it's a change of the way you eat and drink. Mm. So I always believe in affordable, good value for money, of course, good service. And so is like that, that the key then? Because as you say, you have been around for 20 years. Yeah. As Glenn correctly mentions, a lot of churn in Singapore, a lot of no, turnover in the with shins- F&B. Yeah. And yet you've prevailed through two decades now you're into your third decade is that the secret is it the affordability is it keeping up with trends yeah. what do you think is is the Indochine secret yeah that is definitely because Indochine is listed on the Forbes list on CSR hmm. uh, I think we're number 46 but globally comparing with Coca-Cola and companies like that that's ridiculous sorry to say yeah. in that sense that we have contributed so much in being very active uh, community player, we we have stepped up when there's been tsunami, SARS. Uh, you know, we've been gathering food, blankets, you name it. And we eventually, when we met Dr. Shokosla, we got involved with his various activities, including IUCN. So we are looking for solutions. Hence, why we also now work strongly with uh, NTU, the u- big university, mm-hmm. Asian School of Environment and Earth Observatory of Singapore, mm. is to. F- we need to listen to science, scientists. We need to invest in science. We need to do things that are... Because our business in the Shin, we have a big resort in Phuket. We depend on nature. If we have an ocean full of plastic, or, full of, or we have an environment full of dengue, shikagunya, singa, I don't even want to remember all the names. Mm. But that, as such as well, corona, it affects our business. Mm. Hence why... We need to invest in solutions that is not short term. It's for stakeholders. You know, you you talk about uh, businesses becoming more aware that Mm. it it makes good sense to be a good business person and to do right by the environment. And yet we live in a region where so many businesses are still such heavy polluters when you look at when you look at all yeah. the plastic being uh, you know being made in China and in in you know Vietnam and some of the other uh, you know second and third world countries um, they are the they are the net polluters uh, and producers of plastic trash around uh, certainly in this part of the world but also globally how how do we get the message through that the single use plastic days are over and we have to all do better it's because clearly at the moment it's still economically viable to produce all that stuff. Yeah, well, this is what I will argue with you because what is the real cost of not having any having more plastic in the ocean? Twenty thirty. So IUCN and United Nations yeah. they know predict that there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish. Yeah, yeah. Twenty thirty. Right. That's, that's right. ten years from now. That's ten years. Yeah. So what is the value of something that provides the ecosystem for us to live? Yeah. 
live on this planet is the value that you say that we can afford to use all this plastic. But why would, isn't that message getting through to the people that are producing it? Because you don't see the real value of the ocean. We know mm. we work mm. closely with Dr. Sylvia Earle. She's the, considered the queen of the ocean. She's the ambassador for IUCN. Mm. She, she, uh, she says she was a chief scientist elected by four president uh, for NOAA. Mm. So she's like really eight, four year old, still diving 1,000 meter. Wow. Yeah, she is really a role model. Anyway, we only know 5% of, of the ocean, of the value of the ocean, or understanding of the ocean, of the implication of, of everything of the ocean. Mm. Why, why would you spend trillions of dollars going to Mars when right. we depend on the ocean? Yeah. If something is wrong here. We cannot just take the nature for granted. And that's why when you talk about that it's, it's affordable to use plastic, it, how, do you, how do you measure that cost mm. when we don't have anything to eat? I, you know, we serve fish and seafood from sustainable sources, but you know, we need to rethink. Maybe the fish is supposed to be you know, on fish farms on land or instead of, you know, we need to rethink the way how we produce food. But I like your message because uh, I've been a zero waste SG ambassador for years. Mm-hmm. I've been a WWF ambassador. I see you have WWF on mm. your T-shirt. I've written books for WWF. And I get more pragmatic and more cynical when I'm older. And I think like you, I you can tell people until you're blue in the face that this is happening to the ocean. This is happening to our forests. This is happening to our wildlife. I think we need to be more like you. I think we need to frankly say... It's going to cost you money because we keep telling people this is going to happen to your children. People don't seem to care or change their habits. We're going to say, oh, you know, we're putting too much CO2 emissions. People don't seem to care. We talk about deforestation in the Amazon. People don't seem to care. I think we have to change the message and say, if we don't do this, it's going to hit you in the pocket. If that's the only thing that you're going to listen to, start being sustainable or it's going to hurt your revenue that's yeah. the only way right at least people may listen then well i i totally agree with you but i'm very happy also through ntu we have access to a lot of students mm. and the young it's the young people who they get it oh, it's, it's us but the we can't diners. keep relying on the young people no to we save cannot us, keep you know? but this is the tables are turned mm. it's consumer to be c to b mm. so consumers today make daily choices so no brand, the young people are not loyal to any brands today. They will, they will pick the brands. You have a lot of fashion brands going out of business. You see empty shopping malls and you see empty F&B, et cetera, et cetera, because people are looking, first of all, if you want to recruit top talents, you need to be a purpose-driven company. Mm. They're not just going to come and work with you because, oh, we make lots of money. Those right. days are 2003, mm. peaking in Santa Fe, <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's and true. today, if you want to be attracting A, the consumers uh, and their money, you need to have something they really want and they really need. And that's why what I mean with that the tables are turned. You cannot come as a company and say, hey, we are selling A, B, C. Yeah, but that pollutes the, you know, this is not going to work. And yeah. you see the shift. I'm not going to mention any brands, but they're big fashion brands that has gone out of business. There are big fashion companies that are leaving our shopping malls. Two reasons, shift of uh, brands that people are buying and also people are buying more online. And But some things will always 
that's why I invest in classical things. Like I have my water company yeah. because water is always going to be needed. But health, you know, we're always going to want to meet. That's why hence why yeah. affordable nutraceutical food is always going to make sense. And this has been one of the backbones mm. of 20 years of Indochine success. Yep. We're speaking with uh, yeah. Camilla Hall, who's the business development director for Indochine Group, also a special advisor to IUCN, the International Union for Conservation of Nature. And and talking about IUCN, what is what is their latest project? What are they? I know they're always working on so many different things to try to educate people and change habits. What's what is IUCN working on now? Uh, well, International Union to Conserve the Nature is of course spreading the message of the extinction of uh, the species. And of course, the impact of uh, climate change and mm. and uh, well, not climate change, climate crisis. Mm. So they have a big world congress in Marseille now in June, where they get IUCN is basically uh, like United Nation for the nature. They were started at the same time as United Nation, but they're not been so they're the mother organization on WWF. But WWF was run or is run by business people and royalties, so it's more known. But IUCN has the, about 15,000 top scientists, nature scientists. Wow. So the content is from uh, IUCN. Hence why I will not stress enough, we need more scientists. We mm. need, and Dr. Silvia is one of the ambassadors for IUCN. So we need, we need to understand, I mean, the ocean is key. Of course, the rainforest as well. So this, everything goes yeah. hand in everything hand. Everything goes together, right? Yeah. That's what you're yeah. doing. You're, yeah. org- you're bringing these people together. Right? Yeah, well, you're I'm, organizing events. I'm, you're organizing conferences. I, well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, we do our own summits. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we bring uh, top technologies such as AI, virtual reality, augmented reality, and uh, all sorts of solutions that addresses the... Uh, global challenges like food security, water security, energy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because the the challenges with three more billion people next twenty or thirty years is so huge. Yeah. Nobody can do it alone. Yeah. You know, NTU they're number two in the world in AI. So we are capitalizing of NTU. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. amazing. I mean, Singapore is is the epicenter because the world. I'm sorry to say, this is the business opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's Asia, mm-hmm. but you need to understand. What is the wave? So either you learn how to swim for the next big wave mm. or you're going to drown. Yeah. Business or, or government, or, I mean, a, co- a country. So you, have, you have to see what you're heading for. Yeah. yeah. We've been speaking with Camilla Hall, the Business Development Director for Indochine Group, Special Advisor to the International Union for the Conservation of Nature. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.